everybody, it's Erin. And Meg. And welcome back to this week's episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. We're so excited. This week we are doing a highly requested episode. It is girl boss culture and hustle culture. I have never seen, like obviously in the past, like people have been like pretty excited or like passionate about the topics that we've done but i have never seen such intense passionate responses in my life yeah then when it comes to hustle culture and girl boss culture thank you guys so much for everyone that participated in the polls normally obviously meg does instagram but i kind of took the real the, the wheel am i okay the reins I, you mean? yeah the reins I, I took the reins this time and i did the polls because meg was at work but i really wanted to get your like everybody's input and you guys really delivered we have never gotten more responses than we have and more like dms and just paragraphs so we really thank you guys for giving in your just input and everything and i'm um i'm pretty pretty closely as passionate about this as everybody else yeah we feel like meg and i had a lot of the more controversial opinions i would say i guess mm-hmm. when it comes to this topic so we're really excited to just talk about it with you guys yeah but before we get into the actual content of this episode we are going to do everyone's favorite segment, our only segment. Every week we talk about what we're loving this week because we are the Love You Meet It podcast, but we also talk about what we're hating. This week I'm hating my allergies. At first I thought I was getting COVID, but I don't think I I don't think I have COVID. I just have like a stuffy nose, sore throat, like itchy eyes. So it's definitely allergies. But yeah, I'm just kind of over it. I hate getting sick. And like especially now, I'm like so paranoid. Like every time I have like a little like twist like twinge in my throat I'm like oh my god I'm gonna die so yeah it's not really good for like hypochondriacs there's like that meme though that like that's like is it the cold is it a cold is it the flu is it covid is it allergies yeah it's really hard to tell because a lot of the symptoms overlap obviously like with covid people have gotten like conjunctivitis or like yeah like they, they've gotten that but some like, like weird symptoms but I feel so. like when it comes to like blowing your nose and itching your eyes Mm -hmm. that's when it comes to allergies especially Mm -hmm. now if you guys don't know we live in new england we're from connecticut and it was like 72 today and then the day before it was like 60 so that like crazy jump in temperature definitely has something to do with it yeah for sure i I definitely think that's what it is yeah i mean and also too like i usually get sick or have some sort of like sinus issue whenever the seasons change I'm, like, really sensitive to that. I don't know why. So but, am I. So, like, I guess because it's now fall, do you remember the 21st night of September? That's tonight. That's tonight, baby. It's not the night that you guys are watching this, but, <laughs> you know, we're just very excited. We love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, I guess it's, like, time, but I just am not really feeling it, particularly in this moment during this pandemic. What are you hating, Erin? So I'm excited to talk about this because I didn't really tell Meg because I wanted to save it for the podcast. Obviously recently, like I've talked about it on the podcast before, but like I've just been on like Bumble and Hinge and things like that. (laughs) I really hope he's listening. He knows that I have a YouTube channel, but I haven't told him I have a podcast, but probably by the time, so we're recording this on Monday, but probably by the time that this goes up on Thursday, we'll be done talking. So it's okay. What I'm hating this week is our, our, not is, our unsolicited dick pics. Um, yeah, so basically I, like, started talking to this guy. Me, like, I'm, like, telling Meg, but I'm also telling you guys, I guess. Yeah, you guys are getting the first scoop. I don't even, she refused to tell me before this, so. No, but, like, I just hate, like, I don't want to, I mean, you you can agree. Like, we're, like, the same. I don't want to talk about anything unless it's, like, either funny and, like, slash good content. Yeah. Or, like, if if it's actually going to go anywhere. Yeah. And so, like, I I didn't really have the feeling that this was actually going to go anywhere. So I was, like, oh, I'm just not going to talk about it unless it's funny right now so Mm, i started talking to this guy 
I think literally yesterday, like Saturday night, like Sunday okay. morning, and me scrolling through like d- dating apps while I was watching a documentary about people that get murdered on dating apps. But me. and so met this guy. It was great. It was fine. First red flag. No offense to everybody, but he's a Libra. And oh yeah, we don't do Libras I'm, in I'm this house. Paris. I'm we don't. Paris. Sorry. Obviously, like I don't. Like we've talked about it on the podcast too, that like I don't really like. I'm not gonna live my life by astrology, but I am going to be very hesitant. Yeah. And I know, and I have not gotten along with Libras, even though Libras and Aquarius are compatible. I have not, not not necessarily compatible, but they do well together. I have not gotten along with Libras in the past. Yeah. And also, Libras are very. I I know this are hypersexual, especially guys. Yeah. They're just like really like out there <laughs> me like red flag but yeah we started talking he's a few years older than me talking having a great time like i said it's, it was only one day but it was like kind of that thing where like you start texting and you're literally going back and forth like mm-hmm. all day it came up everybody knows and this is kind of what sparked me posting on instagram and asking if anybody wanted to talk us to talk about virginity again because it came up that i was a virgin T. Okay. But he was, like, really hesitant about it. He was like, I don't know. Like, I feel bad, like, doing that. And I was like, okay, like, whatever. And then I – not that I felt bad about that. I don't want to really talk about that too much here because, like, I want to hopefully maybe do an episode in the future and talk more about mm-hmm. it. Because I was kind of – I wasn't necessarily embarrassed, but I was kind of, like, felt like that had an yeah. effect. And so I was like, okay, like, whatever. But it was literally, like, two days of us talking. And mm-hmm. I'm an Aquarius, so I literally... I'm literally going off in this intro segment. Sorry. I'm not really the most, like... What's the word? Affectionate person or mo- yeah. more like, oh, my God, I love Sensual. you. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm watching the Patriots game with my roommate and her boyfriend. And Gee. he was like, oh, like, would we go on a double date? And I was like... Mm. I was like if you talk about the future to Aaron she gets really anxious no but it's like it's not even that like I feel like I've really worked on that but it's like we've been talking for 24 hours also I'm not letting some rando into my house that I don't know like what their social distancing things have been that's what I'm saying I'm like not even that but mm -hmm. I'm like these are like I don't know. I, f- I feel like I'm way too open and being like, oh my God, meet my friends. Like, I love them so much. Like, because yeah. like, my friends are such a big part of me and, like, mm-hmm. especially my family that I've done that in the past. And I'm like, you don't just get to meet them. Like, yeah. these are two people that are, like, really important to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not just going to, like, invite you over. Yeah. And then, like, he, set, like, made a comment that I seemed, like, indifferent to him. You're an Aquarius. I'm, I'm, Even I'm, though we don't live by astrology. No, but, but no, but I'm, I'm not ex- I'll, I'll explain more off the episode, but if you guys want, like, a virginity episode, we could talk about that. But I woke up this morning. I wake up. I woke up, like, at 7, and then I made myself go back to bed. I slept in, whatever. I did not ask for it. He literally asked me if he could send one. And I, I was mean, like, like, at least he, like, like asked Well, that's what I'm saying. So I feel bad so. saying unsolicited. It was 9.30 in the morning. On a, on well, a Monday. On a Monday. On a Monday. And I was like, I'm not really in the vibe. I just woke up. I just peeled my eyes open. I put on my blue light glasses and checked my phone. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just like. Wait, I want to see it. Did you save it? Or was no, it Snapchat? No, I, I deleted the thread because I was <sighs> so uncomfortable. Why didn't you show, show it to me? I'm, what, I, am I okay? No, no, but. I think like, it was just slurring. Sorry, no, I'm really tired. No, but like I should have. But like, I just like, I literally was Googling it after and I was like, why do guys like get like so i was like why do guys get like so turned on by like sending people dick pics okay but it's like but like me and him had a conversation about it after Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm not saying that like i would never send pictures in the future or anything 
and like it's not saying that I haven't sent them to people before but I was like my god it has been 24 hours what is happening well I don't know I think it's like I I don't really like want dick pics per se but like if I'm gonna have sex with someone I want to know like what I'm getting into yeah so like Because I've just had sex with guys before and been, like, really disappointed. Mm -hmm. Or, like, their dick is, like, uncircumcised or, like, just something like that. And it just kind of, like, throws you off and you have to, like, keep your cool in the moment. So, like, I I recommend, like, if you can, like, if you know for a fact, like, you're going to sleep with someone... Maybe just, like, get a dick pic beforehand. Um, They'll probably just give it to you anyway. I mean, like, I'm not offended because it was, like, pretty big. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. And it was, like, a good picture. But I was just, like, my guy, it is 930 in the morning. Mm. But I don't really know if I'm going to continue talking to him because, like, I'm going to – I'll tell Meg more off screen. But that's just kind of what I'm hating this week is just, like, waking up at 930 a.m. on a Monday morning and getting a dick pic on my phone. I was like, bro, yeah. I was like, bro, I'm on my way to Starbucks. Like, I'm getting a cold brew. No, like, I mean, I get that. It's it's kind of just, like, a lot. Also, um, we all know I'm a virgin. So, yeah. I'm like, I just told him that yesterday. So <laughs> he sends a dick pic. He's like, look at this dick. Yeah, like, oh, my God. Have oh you, my I'm God. like, I've seen one. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Guys are just dumb with just dick much. pics. And, like, I kind of get, like, why? Because I feel like a lot of people, like, like I've heard, like, myself included but i've heard like a lot of people say that like when you send nudes it like makes you feel like good about yourself yeah and especially if like your dick looks good in the picture and you're like oh like it like wow that looks nice or like oh like that's huge or whatever like it's obviously that's like their penis is like their literal pride and joy but like so if you respond well to that you like respond to them well as like a human being see but like this is what i want to do like another sex talk episode about like talk more about virginity and like mm-hmm. how i felt like telling him but also i want to talk about like how the fuck do you guys respond to a nude how do like what do you say i'm like oh good angle good one well i don't know i think like the really only way to respond to a nude is to like that's hot have like a literal sex thread i know that's like the only thing i can like think of i feel like i've never gotten like a real unsolicited dick picture like i guess i have but like usually it like comes from us like flirting first mm-hmm. or there being like some sort of like sexual undertone to things and then like that it escalates like yeah i feel like it's not too often where like i literally just open my snapchat and get flashed yeah also so, i don't use snapchat anymore yeah. so no, well, so like i guess i'm like yeah I'm, I'm kind of using the improper term by saying mm. unsolicited because he did ask me but i think it's more of the principle of waking up at nine in the morning and having somebody ask to send you one it's kind of like when people ask for a hug and you're like yeah no i guess that makes it and you're like i can't say no but i also really don't want to say yes so you're like me just like send me a picture of your huge dick just saying thinking of you (laughs) like that is what what a nice way to start your morning but it's like yeah like like i know he wanted to be like nice and just like if you if you weren't a virgin, he probably would have just sent it and been like, "Here's my dick." Yeah. Like, so I don't he know. probably felt bad, so he was like, "Should I ask?" Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. At least he has like some sort of like decency, I guess. I, know, I don't I guess. know. So like, I guess that's what I'm loving this week. Just kidding. But okay, I'm really I, sad. I wanted to see his dick. I, know, I love I'm seeing like, dick pics. Like, I love when like someone gets a dick pic or like I well when I was in the field. When I used to get a dick pic, I would literally show, like, anyone who would look at it and just be like, look at this guy's dick. And, like, we would literally have, like, a discussion about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just, like, it's just funny. Like, I don't know. No, but, like, I wish I'd saved it. But, like, 
I'm just the queen of like anytime like anybody says something that like makes me uncomfortable or I'm like what I just like delete the thread so I have to I can like pretend it didn't happen I just think guys kind of get confused because like they love receiving nudes so much I know, but and, and like, then like they I think love... that like they're it's probably like gonna be reciprocated and like women loves getting nudes and like some of you might like that's fine like I'm like do we just record a sex episode after this? i don't know like, but, like if you're off? like if you're really like into someone it's nice but like if you're just like casually talking to them i think it's like kind of I don't know. I'm they just flattered. send you like random shit. Like I've literally been like cooking before and I've just gotten like literal texts or like dick pics or something. And I'm just like, okay. I hadn't even wiped off my acne cream this morning. Yeah. And no, I, got I, already it. Ha- I already had a dick in my hand. But like I get, oh my God, we're literally going off. But I'm like, I get what he's trying or like where he's trying to go with this. Because like obviously it's like COVID. Like even if I did meet up with him, it wouldn't be for weeks. Which mm-hmm. like I said earlier, guys. Probably next episode we record, he's going to be gone. I'll, yeah. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, so that's kind of what I'm hating this week. We're literally 16 minutes in, and we haven't even talked about what we're loving, so let's get on to that. What are you loving this week? What I'm loving this week is Mayfair, and if you guys don't know what Mayfair is, it's like a clothing company. They're on Instagram. They also have like the, the cutest Instagram. Like If you look at their like graphics and stuff they post, they're just adorable, um, but they have like really cute loungewear. And I ordered a sweatshirt from there. I've literally been looking at this sweatshirt for six months. The reason I didn't buy it was because it was $98. Like, all their sweatshirts are $98. Yeah. So I'm like, I couldn't justify spending $98 on a sweatshirt. But I had, like, a conversation with John's sister, Jess. Hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. We love you. We love you, sis. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about how, like, now i like in these unprecedented times i love when you say that it's it's actually like kind of an investment piece like to buy like really good loungewear because like you're not like going out as much like you're just you just want to be comfortable and stuff so like i actually was like okay like i can like justify this purchase and also they were having a 20 percent off sale which like they literally never do so i was like okay let me like let me just do it and some of you, like, might have seen it on Instagram because, like, I've seen it on, like, ads and stuff. Um, but that's probably because I was looking at it. But I don't know if y'all have seen it. Well, yeah, but, like, I follow them, too. I see them. But it's just, like, a cute sweatshirt. It comes in two colors. I can, like, link it in the description box mm-hmm. of this episode. But it's, like, it says empathy. And, like, each letter is, like, a different color. And it's just, like, embroidered, like, stitched. It looks so cute. And then it's just, like, a gray, like, almost, like, whitey color. And then on the sleeve, it says always. So it's like empathy always. And it's just really cute. Like, I don't know. I've just always liked that sweatshirt. And it comes in like this really pretty like bluey color. But like, I don't really wear blue as I'm like literally wearing (laughs) blue. you're wearing blue right now. This is like literally the only blue sweatshirt that like I wear. Same though. I don't know. Like, I just thought it would go with more if I got like the gray one. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited for that to come in. They allegedly take like a couple weeks to ship things out so like i'll let you guys know when i get it i'll probably wear it to record one day i definitely probably i definitely will um but yeah like go look at their stuff like they have a lot of like social issue like related like sweatshirts and like stuff like that they just have like really cute things so if you're like kind of interested in something that like promotes a cause but is also like fashion forward check them out and also follow them on instagram because they post really good content i love all the stuff they post yeah we repost a lot of their stuff on Mm -hmm. our our like 
loving me to Instagram. But But what I'm loving this week is a lot more lighthearted than my what I'm hating. It's just desserts. (laughs) Just desserts. (laughs) Period. Period. (laughs) But but I I don't know. It's just like. Excuse me. I'm just going to like. No, go for it. No, I'm just going to talk. But in trying times like. Sorry. Oh. I had to do it. That's like the sound of like opening like a crisp Coke or something. Mm. I don't know. It's just like during this time, obviously, like Meg said, like loungewear is really important, but especially like just desserts, they're just pretty great. I've been eating like dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Mm-hmm. Meg made brownies the other night. We had pumpkin bread for a while, banana bread. Yeah. And after this, guys, I'm trying pumpkin coffee cake. Yeah, there's a local orchard near us. It's called Lime and Orchards. If you're in like the like New England area or anything like that, you should definitely go because they have like a golf course. Like it's it's like such a cute. It's not even little. It's like huge. It's like mm-hmm. a huge vineyard, not vineyard orchard, and they have like a variety of things. Like they have pumpkins. They have like peaches. Like all these different fruits that you can like go pick. And obviously they have apples. But they have this like little market. And you can go and they, like, make all this stuff, like, fresh every day. And, like, so I got apple cider donut holes. I got, like, kettle so popcorn. Good. And then I got the pumpkin, um, like, coffee cake. And then I also got this, like, focaccia bread that's, like, literally this thick. It looks so good. I can't wait to eat it. But, yeah. So, it, like, uh, my boyfriend John and I went apple picking this weekend. And then we stopped by the store. And it's just so much fun. I was just, like... Love the little fall activities, especially this year, because, like, we're not, like, going out to eat or, like, going to bars or, like, really doing much of anything. So, like, to be able to, like, go apple picking, like, I really appreciated it. But, yeah. I did not appreciate that I couldn't go. She was invited, but she could not go. I know. She had to work, but. Just desserts in general, like, having a nice dinner and, like, sitting on the couch with, like, your friends, like, Mm. slash my roommates. Just having a nice, like, peanut butter cup or, like, a nice slice of coffee cake like I'm about to have after this. It's just really great. Or some, like, the other night when I made the brownies, I stopped by this local ice cream shop near us. It's Arethusa. It's a local farm up in Litchfield. you guys. And they make their own ice cream, and it's fantastic. Again, if you guys are, like, in the area, you should definitely check them out. They also have a really cool, like, farm-to-table restaurant up in Litchfield. And then you can, like, go tour the farm and stuff, and it's, like, absolutely beautiful. But we just have, like, the ice cream shop here, and they also sell, like, artisanal cheeses and, like, all this stuff. They have amazing ice cream. So I got coconut dark chocolate chip ice cream. And so, like, we scooped it on top of the brownie, and it was so good. It was amazing. Especially if you love coconut, like, you would so love that. But even as someone that doesn't even like coconut that much, like, I loved it. I love coconut. But I think without further ado, we're just going to get into the episode. But before we do, follow us on Instagram. Love you, meet a pod. Ooh. Oh my god, do you hear that? Recipe. <laughs> follow me on Instagram at me. Yeah, just fo- no, follow, just <laughs> follow me. our personal account. No, I'm just kidding. Follow us on Instagram at Love Me Meet a Podcast. You can support us in the link in the show notes down below. We don't require it, obviously, that anybody send us money, but I mean, it would be really appreciated because we're hoping to do merch giveaways in the future. Wink, wink. Definitely go to Apple Podcasts, give us a rating, five stars. Please don't give us four stars. If you listened to last week's episode, you know. And yeah, we'll just get into the topic. So as Meg said, we're talking about hustle culture and just girl boss culture. And at first, before we got into the real topic, I wanted to talk about like 
Meg heard of it because she's on Twitter, but I don't know if any of you guys have heard of milkshake ducks before. Me, 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 pa- me, yeah, me waiting for them to <laughs> no, respond. No, I was gonna say I just paused as if like every. <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. If you guys haven't heard of it, it's on Twitter, and basically it's something that seems like a really good thing. For example, like a like a duck drinking a milkshake. But then it turns out to be awful. So, like, the joke is, like, oh, look, like, there's a duck drinking a milkshake. And then it's, like, five seconds later and the duck is racist. Yeah. And so it's, like, just stuff like that that, like, on the surface seems to be really great and seems to be, like, I don't know, just, like, overall, like, a really dope thing. But it's really not. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, what how Aaron and I view hostile culture and girl boss culture. They both seem like pretty empowering at first like when you look at them like oh great people are working hard like they're being successful but I think there's a lot more that comes with that we kind of said earlier already but I feel like Meg and I had a lot of the more controversial (laughs) opinions yeah that some people were like oh my god like girl boss culture I love it and Meg and I were like no it's just not something that I hate when people say this, but something that I prescribe to. Like, yeah. It's just yeah. not something that's, like, appealing to me. I, coming from somebody that used to be obsessed with girl boss culture and thought it was, like, so cool and was like, oh, my God, all these girls hustling. But I'm not really that kind of person anymore. So I literally never was. No, I used to be, like, girl boss morning routines and, like, no. being a girl boss. And, like, I had, like, the... Um, Did you have a mug? Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. Those I, make me cringe. I had, like, the girl boss book from, like, Sophia and Maruso. But I thought I would share a definition of what is hustle. Hustle. I thought I I would share a definition about what is hustle culture. So, quote In a nutshell, hustle culture, as the name also implies, means constant working. It means devoting as much of your day as possible working, hustling. There's no time out or no time in at work. Work is done in the office, outside the office, at home, at coffee shops, anywhere, and in a world constantly on the go and equipped with the tools to achieve that. Working constantly on the go is very possible. Unquote. Uh, Baby, there's such a thing called work-life balance. Yeah. I feel like that's such an unhealthy mindset. I don't know. We'll no, get into that more. No, but. but I totally agree with you because, like, even just reading that exhausted me. Yeah. Thinking about like the that's fact a red flag. Like, yeah. there's, there's literally like eight red flags in there that someone's like not mentally well. Like, if you're doing those things, you are not mentally well. Like, obviously, there's a difference in jobs. So, like, ick factor entrepreneur. Uh, oh my god, no! <laughs> and and like, that's like literally what a girl boss is. Is like an entrepreneur. No. That's at least what I think of. But like an entrepreneur and like a doctor or something would be different. Like an entrepreneur mm. could work anywhere. It would probably be more prone to hustle culture. Like always on their phone. Like I feel like a lot kind of a tangent really quick is that like I've seen a lot of people talk about recently especially during the pandemic and working from home is people's screen times yeah so people have been like oh my screen time is like 12 hours and I'm like holy crap my I think the highest mine was was like six maybe I was gonna say mine was like I think it was like six or seven yeah and it's like, like around there it's now roughly like four hours yeah which is still ridiculous but like it's kind of come like, my screen time is shared with my phone and my computer. Yeah. So, it's, like, it counts, like, when I'm editing mm-hmm. or something or, like, if I'm texting. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know like I know that I spend an awful lot of time on Instagram for somebody. Like, it makes more sense for you two. Yeah, I spend some, a lot of time on Instagram. But for someone who doesn't run, like, a business account, like, Meg runs our account, like, I don't really have an excuse to, you know, be, like, be on Instagram so much. Oh, and wow. That's the only social media you have, though. Okay. So, yeah, true. Like, I don't have Twitter, I, I diversify. I, I, I only do... Um, ew, I almost said Snapchat. I only do Instagram and Twitter. So, I like, I don't use Facebook or anything like that. So Yeah, I have Facebook. But even today, 
I like I've heard about that documentary on Netflix, The Social Dilemma, but I don't want to watch it. Have you heard about that? No. It's basically like the creators of like all of the social media apps like get together and they did this documentary about like Ew. how they get you to be addicted to your phone Ew. and like i haven't seen it because i'm literally terrified and i really don't want to watch it but this girl that i watch on youtube claudia saluski she did a vlog and she was talking about how she watched it and there's like this one part when they talk about how like they time how long you look at a photo for and then they base Ew. your ads partially like around that so they're like recording your activity that's so creepy and like <laughs> Apparently, oh, wow. apparently the documentary was like really scary and eye-opening but they didn't even dip their toe into like how your phone like listens to you Ew. and so they were like she was like i thought it was really good i'd give it like an eight out of ten but like i feel like they didn't even like scratch the surface because like Ew. you think about it i was talking about only only fans i mean they might not be able to i know there right? might be under like legal like i was talking about only fans yesterday yeah and i got an ad for only fans that's definitely a thing. You just like talking, and then it like, and like you I, get I an don't ad go for on something. OnlyFans, guys. Like I know she doesn't have one. There's anything wrong with that? But like, no. But why know. would you like if you don't have one? But you know, it's just so scary to think about. Even like the people that do, kind of like getting back to the topic, like the people that do social media for a living, like how much time they must spend. Oh yeah. Like, on their laptops oh, yeah. and like their phones, their cameras, whatever. But I also found this article, which I guess we could just talk like in general because we all know like how hustle culture is just harmful for everybody in general we're going to be sharing like a bunch of the things that you guys sent in and ideas opinions and meg's going to be sharing like all of that and the statistics that we had from like asking you guys different poll questions but kind of something that somebody else said in one of the dms they sent in was that like the article and them kind of overlap is that it's like a race that you'll never win Mm -hmm. because you're just going and going and going and going but there's no end site yeah like, what are you even hustling towards? What, what's your attain? Like, what's your, like, overall, like, goal? Like, I what guess are you you're trying hustling to attain? towards, like, making money. But I feel like for some people, it's not even more, it's not even really the money aspect. It's more just, like, the addiction to work. Well, it's, like, also, if your, like, main goal is to make money, like, how much money, like, would you have to make in order to feel successful? I feel like if you have that mindset, you'll never reach that goal no but that's a really if you have point. a million you'll want two million you know what i mean it's just like always like more 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 and i think it's more like it should be more about like being content with like what you have and like yeah it's it's like great to have goals it's important but like that shouldn't be your only motivation to like get out of bed in the morning no for like, sure like you should have other hobbies or reasons for being Instead of just, like, wanting to get up and grind. No, but, like, that's... <laughs> Sorry, that's so cringy. <laughs> no, but, like, you just said, like, you just said it all. Like, I feel like it's really great to have work be something that you love. Mm-hmm. Like, love to work, not, like, live to work. Yes, exactly. But that, it's, like, yeah. I think it's great when it's like that because I have so many friends that, like, are obsessed with their jobs, like, love it. And, like, they love working like that, especially when it comes to, like, content creators and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I think it is just, like, a tricky... I don't know. It's just, like, a tricky, like, line to walk when it comes to, like, just, like, hustling and, like, Mm -hmm. being... I think it all just comes down to, like, we're just such an addictive culture. Yeah. And the fact that it is so difficult in, like, I know we have a quite a large majority of, like, one quarter of our listeners are from outside the U.S. So if you are listening from outside the U.S., hello. But within the U.S., it is quite difficult to work a living wage and still do, like somewhat decent hours that you can still go home and have a family yeah exactly and so like 
I think just U.S. culture in general has, like, really perpetuated hustle culture. Um, It's, like, it's kind of ingrained in us that, like, we have to work hard to get where we, like, want to be. So I think that really has an effect on us. But, like, I've talked about this in another episode before, but I didn't exchange program and I went to Spain I stayed with a family and like it was just so interesting to see the like the parallelism between like our two countries because like he came to stay with me and like in the morning like I would be like okay like we have to go like they they start like they start school so much later they literally started at like 10 Mm o'clock I had my ass had to be in high school at like 7 25 yeah so like I had to be in my like chair in first period at 725 which is like fucking wild That's to think so about crazy. so he like gets up he's like oh my god like what is going on I like shove a coffee at him. He's like eating breakfast in the car. Like it's that's just like how we are. Like you literally wake up and you're like, okay, like what am I doing? Like mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. like you're so like stimulated. But then when I went there, I found myself like almost getting bored because I was like, I have all this time and like I feel like I should be doing something, but I'm not. And like like I said, it was just opposite. Like they start school late and then like they have a siesta and they go home for like two to three hours a day, eat lunch with their families, like take a nap, like just relax. We don't, we don't have that. that. A lot of people eat, like work through their lunch break. They don't even take it off. And then like you work late hours and then like, it's, it's just like wild. And like they sit down and they have like five hour meals and they just sit and like talk. And like here we get pissed if we have to wait 20 minutes for our food. Like it's, (laughs) It's just like spitting this fire. No, it's just crazy. Like the difference in like how we live and there's so much less stress than we are. Yeah. Like I feel like the amount of like anxiety and like depression that like Americans have is like so crazy. And like that's why all these other things are happening. I think it's just because like we're literally working ourselves to death. No, and like and like we literally don't care about mental health as yeah. a, as a society so it's just like a never-ending cycle and then people just like it just can't it's not sustainable no, like you and, just can't do it and like i saw this post today that said that like in august like more people died of suicide than of covid yeah and i feel like obviously yeah. a lot of it comes down to like economic factors and different things like that but i think overall like a lot of it is probably due to the lifestyle change and losing the hustle yeah and being just forced to like sit by yourself and like literally with your thoughts at home yeah. like i re- i most realized that like it hits me necessarily like it's it's been like six months and i'm still not 100 percent used to it yeah and, like monday through wednesday when meg and her boyfriend are both at work for eight hours and i'm just like in the apartment by myself and i'm like do 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 like what to do like what am i gonna do you today? get bored and like you and can't like, like just go anywhere like yeah. you have there are only certain things that you can do and certain things you feel comfortable doing but i thought you made a great point about like people not being able to just like sit still and in our article the first like literally the first sentence is the 17th century french mathematician and philosopher blaise pascal said that all of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone it's true so accurate it is like i just feel like especially americans like we always feel like we have to be doing something like i also had to do like another um, I had to do like a psychology project for school where like you literally like couldn't look at your phone and like if you did you had to like tally how many times you went to check your phone oh. I literally checked my phone like 300 times a day yeah. just like whether it's like the time or like someone texts you like it's crazy how much we check our phones and we do that when we have idle time so if there's like time when you're not being simulated 
and there's like five seconds where you can sit there and then you're like okay i need to go on my phone Mm -hmm. and like it's just crazy that it's come to that and like when you can't like go on your phone you go like crazy i know like i look at like weird to talk about it i look at my screen time like all the time and you can see you can physically see your pickups per hour and it makes me feel better i guess that like most of my pickups are from somebody texting me like talking to them Mm -hmm. but for a while like a majority of my pickups were from instagram notifications Mm -hmm. and i don't even know if you know this but my instagram notifications are off Oh, so, like, wow. if somebody likes my photo or tags me in a photo, like, I don't physically see unless I go onto Instagram. Mm-hmm. Because I realized that I pick up my phone. Like, it was, like, 100 pickups a day just to go. And it, it says, like, yeah. directly what app you go to. And it was Instagram. And I was like, I have nothing to even say, post, look at, anything. Yeah, so I think it's just crazy, like, how on the go we are. And, like, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing to work hard. But I think there's a difference between, like, working hard and then just only working. Like, you need to do other things. You need to take care of yourself. You need to take care of the relationships in your life. And it's not all, it's not all about the work. Like, you should, you're not, like, born to pay bills and work. Like, you're born to live. So, yes, it's important to have career aspirations and stuff like that, but there's a line that needs to be drawn and I don't think that like people promoting hustle culture is a healthy thing to do no but I'm gonna get into a few more of like the actual like physical ways that hustle culture affects your health so shout out to y'all that voted in the poll and said that they like hustle culture and that they love it this is a shout out to y'all but I'm gonna share a little bit about this and then I'm gonna give you guys a definition of girl boss culture and then we're gonna get into how Meg and I feel about it yeah so like I said I'm gonna read a few more things so kind of something that I like I've heard of it before but stoicism yeah you know Mm -hmm. and how it teaches that unhappiness negative emotions and much of what we would consider today as stress they believe they are inflicted on us by external circumstances and events but are actually the result of the judgments and expectations that we've made about the external world. So, like, we're saying that the world needs to be, like, hustling and busy and doing all this stuff. And that's what, where, like, the stress comes from. <laughs> it's not necessarily, like, them putting it on yeah, us. Yeah, that makes sense. But um, we compete with everyone, especially ourselves, to work harder, faster, and more because we think it's expected of us. And that ultimately it will make us more successful and happier. Yet, mm. that's not what it's doing at all. But if the nonstop work isn't making us happier, then why are we doing it? For some people, it's all about FOMO or the fear of missing out, which I feel like that's something that drives, like, everything I do. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely, obviously, like, I'm not grateful for the pandemic and I'm yeah. not grateful for COVID, but it's definitely something that made me realize is that, like, I've, I feel like I've almost, like, lost my FOMO and because I used to have it so bad. Like, mm-hmm. anybody would do anything and I was like, oh, my God, I have to be there. But I feel like now, like, just really being by yourself, you realize that, like, what am I even missing out on? Like, I'm having fun with myself. And nobody's really doing anything anyway. No, and if sure. you are, then stop. Yeah. <laughs> but Except, yeah. So, me looking at you, like, I'm like, stop it. Okay. Cut, cut that shit out. America is in many senses a land of opportunity. There are so many opportunities out there. It's easy to feel that at any moment you're missing out. Not only that, but a lot of people genuinely enjoy what they do for a living, like we said, or as side hustles. But the problem is that they have a lot of different projects. It can make it very difficult to mentally justify doing something that isn't productively focused, which is true. Like, I make a to-do list even for, like, the weekends. Oh, I don't do that. I never never make to-do lists. And I'm like, oh, I have to make my bed. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. 
Along the same lines, this need for constant productivity sometimes makes people feel pressured to turn every hobby into a side hustle, which is part of our culture of making everything into a capitalist pursuit. Which I think makes sense because sometimes you do stuff and you're like, oh my god, I could like turn oh, this into Oh, a- I'm I- really good at this. Yeah, like, I'm I like, could, oh, I can yeah. make this a job, but it's like, oh, what if you just like to do it? Um, if you chat with your neighbor for 10 minutes, it can be easy to fall into a trap of thinking, this just cost me a certain dollar amount, especially for freelancers or others who are self-employed. Moreover, the hustle is overall just hurting us. In short, every aspect of our lives, our mental and physical health, our relationships, our success, and out of work suffers. The way to reverse this is to practice self-care. <laughs> we love talking about that. That's literally me. I'm a Taurus. It's my shit. So by real self-care, they really mean like not Instagram-ready baths or feeling as though you need to treat yourself to a nice pair of slippers. We're talking putting the time, effort, and work into making sure you get enough sleep, movement, and healthy foods. But when you're hustling, that is much easier said than done. I'll kind of wrap it up a little bit, but by being always on, we lose the capacity to be mindful of the present moment, which is linked to greater psychological well-being, which is so true because you get so wrapped up in like the future and like working and like when you're going to work next that you almost lose sight of the present the present moment that you're in and you're missing out on so many things yeah like i think some people like they have a goal and that's like all they do is like focus on that goal and like work towards that goal and like that's that's great like it's like i said it's great to have goals but when you're not living in the present and you're not like aware of what's going on and stuff you're gonna miss out on things mm-hmm. and like the sad thing is you might not even realize that you're missing out because you're so involved in yourself yeah no and i'm like it's, it wasn't in this article but when i was like kind of doing research for the polls i found this article that obviously like the constant grind the constant hustle it reach it raises your cortisol and yeah. then like yeah. having these extended periods of cortisol and having that raise severely affects like every aspect of you it mm-hmm. like does not help with anxiety it does not help with other physical ailments that you may already have you can gain men- weight you exactly. can yeah you like your blood good. pressure you can have like a literal heart attack or stroke it's scary yeah there's a lot of conditions that come with that so you just got to make sure your stress levels are down um it's not always about the hustle like i think if you set certain times to be productive like if you if it's literally like nine to five from when you go to work to when you end work you're working really hard during those times i think like short bursts of working is like the best way to work Mm -hmm. um because like you get the most done but you're not like working yourself to death it's just like you're 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 doing what you need to do you're doing what needs to be done but you're stopping at some point and then saying like okay i'm done for the day yeah i think we need to learn how to just like cut ourselves off and especially now because people like a lot of people are working from home so like a lot of people i've talked to have said that they've been working actually more because their commute times are down and like they're not like doing as much socially so they're like oh like i could be working i might as well be but like i don't always think unless you like really want to do it and you like enjoy what you're doing like i think then you can do it but if it's like if you feel pressured or you're putting the pressure on yourself then i think that's when it becomes a negative thing no and i think even too meg caught us on this like a few months ago but kind of getting lost in the hustle culture when it comes to our own podcast which it it sounds kind of dumb but like when you think about it like there was like a maybe a month period where we were uploading like consistently two episodes a week yeah on top of like doing like a bunch of other stuff too and meg was like sis what are we doing yeah, I was like, we don't have to put the, like this pressure on ourselves to put two episodes out a week. It's already a lot to do one. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of work that goes into it behind the scenes. And 
I was like, I love doing bonus episodes, but like, I don't want to feel pressure to put one out. And like, I don't want to like just keep cranking out episodes, but like lose the quality of it. Mm -hmm. I want it to be like quality over quantity. Yeah. So like, for example, this week, the episode that you're watching and listening to right now, we genuinely wanted to do it and the topic was interesting. So here we are recording it and you guys were excited too. But I think it's important to also remember that this is a hobby. Yes, we do make like literal pocket change from it but it's still at the end of the day is something that like brings us joy and like forces us at gunpoint to spend time together yeah and so like it's something that we like to do for fun and Mm -hmm. if i mean we've posted consistently every single week but a few months ago we skipped a week because this isn't our full-time job this is a hobby for us and we were not doing well and so we took off a week and i think it's important to do that when you know that you need it yeah i think taking time off it's humbling but like you need to do it but i think we need to talk about girl boss culture so i'm going to give a definition of girl boss the first time i heard the term girl boss really was from sophia emmeruso she founded nasty gal the clothing brand but she has a podcast now too called the girl boss radio i think but the definition of girl boss she gave is a girl boss is somebody who has big dreams and is willing to work hard for them so being a girl boss is really about being the boss of your own life you don't have to be the boss of anyone else to be a girl boss but I thought it would be funny to read the Urban Dictionary definition of girl boss and then oh, talk God. about like our opinions of everything. So, girl YouTubers and bloggers who get something for nothing by being all quote girl boss and contacting brands for freebies. And then you know they give you like the example, and it's like uh, I've been so busy being a girl boss. I've been emailing Dior slash hotels slash wedding dress suppliers all morning. Okay. That's so accurate. So when, I don't know about you, but when I think girl boss, we kind of talked about this before. We think MLMs. Yeah, like pretty much like every person that I know that like uses the term girl boss with their chest is like in an MLM or they're just like an entrepreneur or something. Like I just feel like it's like a certain type of person that like uses that word or that phrase. Um I personally think it's very cringy and like it's just I, I think it's almost misogynistic in a way because like I I am a huge feminist I love when women are working like I love that like I, I I'm so proud of like each and every one of you for like working hard and like working towards your goals but like I think when you put the term girl in front of boss you're perpetuating that usually men are bo- men are bosses. Yeah. So I think like if you're gonna use that term and you like that mentality, just say you're a boss. Don't say you're a girl boss. Yeah, because I I feel like it's just literally just what you're saying. Like it like belittles it in a way. Yeah. And it's just it's, like it's just what you're doing. Like you're just being a boss. You're just out there. Yeah, like bring back like when people used to say like 10 years ago, like, oh, that's boss or like, oh, I'm a boss or whatever. Like just say that instead of saying girl boss, because like it, I just feel like it's not helping like other women. It's not like you might think it's empowering, but it's really belittling. You're like just stigmatizing like women being in like leadership roles. And I think it should just be like you powering forward and like being inspirational to other women instead of just like perpetuating the sexism in like with women in business couldn't have said it better myself Mm. i just like i already said it earlier but like i used to watch like youtube channel like girl boss morning routines and like i read the book girl boss and i was like oh my god it's like so cool but i feel like it's being used now as rather like inspiration it's being used as like a marketing ploy yeah i feel like it's almost to the extent as like 
totally completely different but in the same way as when like large corporations will do like like make their logo rainbow for pride month yeah and it's like it's like, are, like, what are your real motivations for, yeah, me, for it's like doing that? Yeah, you really that? just want to sell more products. Like, you're not really out here being like, oh, I want to, like, support girls' education. Yeah. And like, Goran Gosa Coffee, they're out here supporting, like, doing 100% of their proceeds to girls' education, but they're not out here being a girl boss company. Like, they're just bo- a boss company. It's just dope. Yeah, so, I don't know. I think you should be careful when you use that term. Um, especially like in front of younger girls too. I think we want to just make it like a gender neutral term rather than stressing the fact that you're a girl. Mm -hmm. It should just be you're a boss. Well, that's a good point too, especially with like, I don't know, just with the LGBTQ plus community. Like there are so many different ways that people identify and like, I don't know, what are you going to say? Like, non-binary boss like yeah like just say just 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 say you're a boss it applies to everyone and personally like i think that's more empowering than saying girl boss like Mm -hmm. just saying you're a boss like oh you're a boss of everybody like when you're when you're when you say girl boss i just feel like you lose all credibility yeah like i just feel like you're trying to sell me something i feel like you're not actually a boss of anyone I like just think of mlms I yeah just of, I, I don't like, know it's just being like come on, yeah you can be our top supplier and come on our yacht yeah like it, it just sounds like complete bullshit to me um i think it's good to be like entrepreneurial and like all that stuff but like don't do it at the expense of like feminists yeah. i don't know would you like to share some of the opinions and like the statistics we got on the Instagram? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'll read you guys the questions. It's so dope. It looks really cool. I just updated to iOS 14 and I got some widgets, y'all. Like, mine's not that like aesthetically pleasing yet. I'm like still working on it. Yeah. Okay, so the first question we asked was, "How do you feel about the term girl boss?" 69% of you said positive and 31% of you said negative, which I thought was very interesting. I thought it would be like more negative. Yeah. But I mean, like, I, I guess we'll share what we said as well. I said negative. Yeah, I also said negative. How do you feel about hustle culture? 19% of you said love it. And then 81% of you said hate it. I agree with this. I also hate said it. hate it. It's just so, it's, I don't know. It's just um, exhausting. We also asked, what are your thoughts or feelings or opinions on the topic? Wow, we got a lot of responses. Yeah. Hold on. Someone said hustle culture is toxic, fosters a culture of negative competitiveness. Get your bag, but don't brag. That one was me. Sorry. <laughs> I think there's something about, like, also, like, being successful, but, like, being humble. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you're really that successful, you won't need to tell people how successful you are. Like, people would just notice that. Mm -hmm. Hustle culture can come across quite negative, especially in your 20s due to pressure. That's huge because I feel like if you don't have your life figured out or anything like that, or, like, maybe, like, you didn't get a job right after college or something like that, like, you feel like you're a piece of shit. And that's literally, it's not you. It's like you putting the pressure on yourself. Like it's not anything you're doing wrong. It's like society. And like, we're just constantly comparing ourselves to other people, especially like our peers. And like, why? Like for what? Like we really don't need to be like, everyone's life is different. Mm -hmm. Everyone has like different circumstances and stuff. So like not everyone's life is going to turn out the same. So it's just honestly ridiculous that we do that. But it's easier said than done. So I do it too. Uh, Someone said, oh, Work hard, play hard, but shouldn't have to wear yourself out. Which is true. I don't know. And then someone said, love working hard, but hate that I'm always probably behind. That's like 
kind of what we just talked about. The pressure to be a strong, independent woman all the time is draining. Yeah, I think there's real strength in like being vulnerable and like telling people that like you need help or that you need a second to yourself. So I think we need to normalize that instead of just always acting like everything's fine and that like you're capable and can handle all this shit when actually sometimes it's really crushing. I think it just takes a lot of confidence and a lot of bravery to be like, I need a break or like, I need somebody to help me with this. Like, yeah, you I don't really realize. Yeah, but I think again, we need to normalize that because like then you just get so overwhelmed and then you just get burnt out and it's not good for anybody. Another one, like one of the better like paragraphs that we got, I'm all about empowering women and people in general to feel confident in their careers and independence. However, the mindset of the grind, don't stop, etc., is so toxic when you start trying to force people to value work more than other things. There's nothing wrong with valuing family and loved ones slash self-care, and it shouldn't be seen as lazy to do so. Everyone has the right to prioritize and value aspects of their life in whatever way suits them, but the idea that someone is lazy or worthless because they want to work part-time and be a mom or do something of the sort is unfair to me. Do whatever makes you happy, whether it's working overtime every week or staying at home. Also, I've seen a pattern of people with this hustler mindset to end up being burnout, always complaining or victimizing themselves for attention and validation. And that's not cute. Take a bath, baby. I love that. That, that was one of like the first ones we got. If you guys follow that was like a mic drop. I posted like the whole thing with it like crossed out because I wanted to read it on here. But it was just so good. And it was like exactly... Like, everything that we, like, wanted to say it was put in that paragraph. Because it's important, and Meg's going to share that she's pulling up the rest of the polls. But, I don't know. I just think it is so important, of course, to value work and to value, like, having hobbies and interests outside of, like, yourself. But I also don't think that it's the end-all be-all to have that be, like, the, your life. And, like, the only thing that you have, not going for you, I guess, but, like, the only thing that you are, like, passionate about. Um, so this is in reference to hustle culture. We said, we said, do you think that mindset is harmful? 89% of you said yes. And 11% said no. And then the last question is, do you believe work-life balance exists? 68% of you said yes. And 32% of you said no. I will, I will admit I was shocked about that one because like I've, I voted no for that. I don't think it exists. Because I think that at times, like there can be a time when like it's, more even but i i just think well like obviously all these questions are based on our personal experience but personally for me like there'll be a time where i'm posting like super often on like youtube or like a time when i'm like applying to a lot of jobs or there'll be a time when i'm super social and obviously like the past six months or so have been focused on like yourselves but like i think it's really difficult to have like a really healthy successful work-life balance if you want to hear us talk about that we talked about that with Lindsay ram last Mm -hmm. week well two weeks ago at this point but she doesn't really think that it exists you can constantly be working on it and trying your best to attain it but i don't really think it's achievable i think like the way our society like i'm talking about like american society is set up like you're just you're literally like set up to fail because if you look at our typical work day it's nine to five five days a week how can you have a balance when you're gone at like Nine in the morning, you don't come home till dinner time. That's not balance. You're not caring about yourself. You have like, what, five hours to yourself a day, five days a week. And then we work like eight to four. And I can't even imagine like coming home and having a family. Like I come home and I like want to die and I can barely care for myself. No, it's, it's exhausting. And like, you have so many different responsibilities and like bills and all this shit on top of like this pandemic. It's like, how the yeah. hell are you supposed to care about yourself? You, they give us two days off a week, and then one of them is spent 
completely terrified for the week ahead. I don't know if you've heard of Sunday scaries, but those are very real. Mm -hmm. Whether it's like you're concerned about school or work or both. Like our society is literally meant to like run you into the ground. That's like how it's set up. And so like if you're not actively like making time for yourself each day, you're going to feel burnt out. You're going to feel tired. You're going to be miserable. And I think that's just, like, the reality of our life now. No, I don't know. I don't know. I think you're literally just spitting this fire. But, (laughs) I like, she's right. Like, you're literally set up to have this life where you're completely out of balance because you, okay, like, yeah, you might be working a lot, but then, like, you're working and then you need to get eight hours of sleep so that you can work so then you can't see your friends so then you feel antisocial so but then you go out and see your friends and then you're tired and then you like don't have enough time to make yourself meals and then you eat out and then you spend money and then you need to hustle to make that alleged money and it's just it's just like terrible like i i feel like i never like have enough time to like be with my family yeah because i'm either like with my friends my boyfriend or i'm working so, like, it, it's just, like, it just never works. Like, I feel like, I, I always feel like I'm running, my I'm, like, running myself thin, and I'm just, or, I'm sorry, I always feel like I'm spreading myself thin, and, like, I'm never doing, like, 100% across the board. I'm doing, like, 60 in, like, every area. Like, I just doesn't, but, like, it's physically impossible to, like, do, there aren't enough hours in the day. There like, I, there I literally aren't. More. I wish we had, like, 48 or something. And, like, even if you don't work a traditional 9 to 5, if you're a freelancer, chances are you probably work more than 9 to 5. For sure. If you are, like, a service worker or you're in retail or anything like that, your hours are shit. You're going to have to work weekends when, when everyone else is off. I mean, so I, how are you supposed to socialize when you're working and everyone else is hanging out doing shit? Like, I feel like right now is when I'm experiencing, like, what it must be like to have, like, a significant other and, like, yeah. have them be on a separate schedule when it comes to Meg, which is yeah. funny, but it's, like... It's hard. We, we work part-time, but we work completely opposite schedules, so Meg works Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I work Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. I think the schedules are, like, switching up yeah. now, so it like, might be a little bit different, but it's so... It, it honestly just fucking sucks because it's mm-hmm. like last week we did an episode. It's I oh it's not up at this point, but it's coming up this upcoming Monday. But we did an episode with Bryn, who is a like a like a therapist, and we had to record the episode on a Monday night at eight p.m. because that was the only time that we could do it because like we couldn't do Friday because we were busy and like we're working and. Like, we're working part-time, yeah, but Meg works Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so I don't see her at all. And then, like, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, I don't see her at all because I'm working. And then there's, like, one day when we are, like, when we're yeah. both off. But, like, like Meg just said, she might be with her family. She might be with her boyfriend. Like, it, it's just impossible. It just, does, it just doesn't work. Like, I maybe see Aaron for, like, like maybe max, like, three hours every like, day that's why i'm just so glad that we had this podcast. and we lived and we lived together we, lived, we literally was, live it's not I just was yeah. thinking about this today i was we lived together and i, and I like, see her through maybe three hours a day i can't even imagine like i mean obviously with the pandemic it's a lot different but it's like we have a friend ariel who's like pretty much the only one that we really see outside of the two of us and i haven't seen her in two and a half weeks it's just crazy because it's like meg and i live together and the amount that i still don't even like really see her that much it's just crazy to think about all of that and how little we see each other. It just, like, really woke me up, like, when I did 
like go abroad just because it just like made me realize like how stupid and like superficial our lives are i feel like we're just all wrong like we we don't value family we don't value like our significant others or even ourselves and it's just like it's really sad like i found myself just being like wow like i wish that i could live in a place like this just because i feel like people are taking care of themselves and they're actually stopping and realizing like what is truly important in life because like i feel like if you don't value that if you only value work and say like you get fired from your job or like this pandemic you can't work maybe mm-hmm. what do you have left yeah what what do you, like that's that's probably why people are so depressed because they neglected so many that so many other aspects of their lives like their relationships or their kids or their hobbies or like literally anything like that and then when it all stops what like, are you what, le- you what are you left with i know like that's kind of what i was thinking to myself today like i was sitting at the table and i was thinking kind of about how i was a little i, I was gonna say i was down but i literally wasn't even down but i was thinking about how you guys went like apple picking mm-hmm. and i was thinking about like work and stuff and like i don't know i was just like shit like obviously i'm working and like i need to to pay rent and like live my life but it's like it's just sad to like think back and you're like like, I think back and, like, when I would work, like, 60-hour weeks at, like, a restaurant when I was, like, in high school and, like, early college. And I'm, like, what did I even do during the summer other than just work? Yeah, and, like, that's a sad part because that's, like, some of the best times of your life is, like, when you're younger and, like, you, do, you don't have kids and maybe you're single yeah. or it's, like, you just have less responsibility. We just, like, piss it away working, like, getting summer jobs. Like, yes, it's important to, like, work and, like, have money, but, like, I just feel like we stress it so much. Like, I can't tell you, like, how many of my friends' parents, like, in high school were, like, you have to get a job. Mm -hmm. Like, how are they supposed to get one with, like, zero experience? Like, they literally applied to, like, 50 places and no one would hire them because they had zero experience. And, like, but their parents, like, literally made them find a job. I just and it's like, like for what like you could literally just give them like forty dollars like whatever happened to yeah. allowances like i feel like people don't do that anymore no i just feel like it just becomes something to brag about like i feel like even when i was younger i was like oh my god like i have my job and like i pay for everything myself and like all this stuff and like i don't know i know my dad's not listening to this so shout out to mike but the other day like i went over to my parents house for dinner and my dad was like oh my god i got my time card this week and i worked 25 hours overtime and I was like, that's a lot. That's a whole day. Sorry, what? Yeah. I was like, t- collectively, it was like 25 to 30. And I was like, good for you, I guess. But I'm like, why yeah, no, you- people do brag. Like, they're like, I, like in college, people would be like, oh, I have to do this, this, this. I have like, I have to write this paper. I have like a sorority meeting. I have to do like all this shit. And I'm like, okay, why are you telling me about it? Why aren't you just doing it? Yeah. Like, do you want me to, like, say congratulations for working hard? Yeah. Like, when you you chose to do all this shit and then you're stressed out by it? Yeah. Like, I don't really feel sorry for you at that point. If you're choosing to do all the stuff and it's literally too much for you, then take a step back. I know. Like I said to an old friend of ours, like a few years ago, she had like went went to class and had like a bunch of stuff to do. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym. And she's like, oh, I wish I had time for that. Oh, I wish I had that time. And you I do. Was like, you do. You do have time. Like you're the one making. You're the one schedule. choosing to like join all these like clubs and shit that like probably aren't really going to get you anywhere. They're yeah. just resume fillers. So I don't know. I just think hustle culture is toxic. Clearly bad for your mental health. Toxic to like your literal body. 
yeah, it's just not good for your stress. It's not good for sleeping. It's not good for like your emotional health either. You just, you, you really can't like, we already like so much of our lives already revolve around work. You need to actively make sure you're thinking and doing things that aren't about your job. And I think, like Meg said, I think one of the most important things, though Meg said a lot of great things, I think one of the most important things she said is that, like, at the end of this all, like, especially with COVID and everything, and we're all realizing, like, how short, like, life really is and how, Mm -hmm. like, it can really just be gone in a blink of an eye. Like, at the end of it all, like, what do you have? Like, I think it matters, like, the relationships that you have or, like, the friendships that you have or even if you have that job that you love and, like, that brings you joy and you have, like, friends from that and that brings you a sense of satisfaction like i don't know but just like making sure that you have things around you that are valuable and that like mean a lot to you and not just doing it to look like you're hustling like even when it comes to like my youtube channel and i'll post like i'll vlog one day and i'm like oh my god i don't really i'm not really doing anything like i'm not that productive i'm like you don't really need to be showing off all the time that you're like grinding and like doing the hustle and everything <laughs> when i say do the hustle i'm like do, like do the shuffle do, do, oh my do, god do, do, do. I don't know, but we really hope that you guys enjoy this episode regardless. Yeah, and this is just like something to leave you guys with. This is kind of dumb because I don't remember the name of the book, but for one of my psychology classes, I had to read this book. I'm going to find it for you guys because it's I'm going to remember it like 2 a.m. and like whatever, it'll be annoying, but we'll put it in the episode um, like description. But it's basically like a book about like um, people interviewing like others that are in hospice so it's like people on their deathbeds that are like have really terminal illness that are going to die and they ask them like what advice they have for others and like so many people like the number one answer was that i wish i didn't work so much i wish i didn't work so hard like i wish that i had spent more time with my family more more time with my partner more time with my kids and like it's just so sad that like they're at the end of their lives and like that's what they're thinking about that mm-hmm. they work too hard yeah so that's just something to think about um i'm gonna find the book it was absolutely fantastic it made me cry like eight times but it i think it really just puts things in perspective yeah i'm gonna link down below too there's also a book a little bit lighter than that it's called to hell with the hustle mm-hmm. and i've never i haven't read that before i i downloaded the sample off of like on on like my kindle but i haven't read the actual book but i heard that it's really good and really insightful so we'll link both of those down below for you guys but we really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode don't forget to follow us on instagram to see meg's lovely content at love you mean a podcast uh give us a rating on apple podcast preferably five stars and oh i found the name of the book yay it's called final gifts and it's by by maggie callahan or maggie callahan and Patricia Kelly. Yeah. That sounds really good. So once again, that's called Final Gifts. It's really important. Everyone needs to read it. Tell your friends about it. And also, like, if you feel like you're burnt out or maybe, like, you need to take a step back, maybe just give it a quick read. It might rejuvenate you. Yeah. Or just, like, do something that makes you happy. Make sure you set aside at least, like, an hour a day for yourself to do something that you like to do, whether that's painting your nails or doing a face mask or going on a run or like playing a show you like playing video games like literally doing anything you want to do just make sure that you do that just take care of yourselves though that's that's what aunt meg has to say but we love you guys so much and we will talk to you on monday with Bryn's episode so stay tuned for episode with a licensed therapist love you mean it love you mean it i think that's